You know, I didn't love the idea of spending the night in jail, but this does technically make me a fugitive. I believe I'm looking at some prison time now. I heard about the mint robbery. I can help prove you didn't do it. Why do you care about some leggy dame in nylons? Or have I answered my own question? If you want to go it alone. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm having a bad day. This briefing is from file A56-7W. Classified top secret subject is... H's Comics! Comic books. An art form early alive. We can rebuild them. We have the technology. With digital downloads and bookstore penetration, which sounds a bit rude, we can make them better than they were before. Better, stronger, faster. Everybody and welcome to yet another episode of Hey Kids Comics and another in our Couch Potato Month. Today we'll be looking at two, count them, two episodes of Batman the Animated Series, Zaytana, which was episode 50, and Over the Edge, which was episode 97. Wait, so we're not doing the two you originally planned? No, we're not doing the two that we originally planned. Okay. Well, you changed your mind. I did, yeah. You said you wanted to do Zaytana. You said that you wanted to watch <laughs> Zaytana. No, I didn't. Yeah, you, you did. You were right the first time. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Just change the screen ratio, because nothing irritates me more than the screen ratio being incorrect. I thought it was 4 by 3 Oh, yeah, well, but the menu's 16 by 9 isn't it? So that confuses me. So, okay, that's, that's perfect now. Uh, and we're going to kick off with the first episode, Zaytana. So, if you wish to get hold of your Batman the Animated Series DVD sets, this is... We all know you have. Because we... Yes, you, you do. Let's be honest. Um, this is on disc 2, 3, disc 4, episode 26 on the disc, although it was episode 50 in production order. Called Zaytana. I am pressing the play button now. And there we go with the Warner Brothers logo as we kick into the opening credits. These are some of the finest opening credits of any television show ever. Okay. Don't think. I like that the dark and moody and all black and everyone's in shadows. That's pretty damn cool. Once again, this is another prime example of Warner Brothers not wanting my money. In that none of the Batman animated... Oh, no, I'm lying. Two volumes of Batman the Animated Series have been released over here. So once again, this was another series of DVDs I bought when we were on holiday in Florida. I came back with a lot of DVDs that time, didn't I? Yeah. Um, that bit there, so bored of seeing that bit. Where he goes. Where he squints, yeah. Because over here, that was the going off for adverts bit every week. Okay. Just that bit. So I got so bored of that because I used to have to edit it. Would you not like have that? Well, you'd think so, but they didn't have the lightning storm as they're going off for credits. But anyway, this episode was aired on the 2nd of the 2nd, 93, in America. It was written by Paul Dini. It was directed by Dick Sebast and Dan Riva. I even did that on time with the actual show. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Paul Dini's writing Zatanna. Paul Dini writing Zatanna. I know you're shocked by that. Yeah. 
Uh, and the episode does indeed kick off with Zaytana and her legs in full frame. She's not wearing fishnets. No, she's not. Which uh, I noticed. Is that, do you think, because it would be too hard to animate fishnets? Probably. Or do you think they were just lazy? Both. No. Oh, okay. Because I don't know who did the animation for this one. But it's not as good as the episode we're going to watch in a minute. The title card is excellent. Did you see that? That yeah. little title card with the uh, title of the episode. And there's Bruce Wayne. With wearing wonky his, eyes. With wonky eyes in this bit, yes. Which is a bit of a shame. He seems to know Zaytana. <laughs> he looks like a goofball. The, the, the animation is a bit off on the eyes, though, yes. I do like that he's wearing a tux rather than his usual brown. I mean, it's still brown. But, whatever. Um... Was that the line? Was that Alfred? I wasn't listening then, I was talking. Was that Alfred's line? You were driven, moody, sulky. She'd never recognise you. No, no, sorry, Is that because that's a brilliant line from Alfred? Vincent Chiavelli. Okay. Vincent Chiavelli is Zaytara, is that right? Who is that? Vincent Chiavelli is. You would know him if you saw him. He was a very strange looking character actor who was in tons of stuff. He was in Batman Returns. Okay. As one of the penguins freaks. Oh, that bit was good. Zatanna just sat there curling her hair, flirting with young Bruce Wayne. Do you think there's supposed to be an age gap between yeah. Bruce and Zatanna? There would be a better one. How much? The kind of he's in work and she's in high school. Do you think so? Do you think he's about 20 something though? 21 maybe? Yeah. And she's about 18. Okay. I don't know. It's not, it's not a, you know, an insurmountable age gap. Anyway, Vincent Chiavelli was married to Mr. Pesto from Moonlighting. Okay. Do you know what Moonlighting is? Oh, Moonlighting is. Oh, good. The woman who used to answer the phone, Blue Moon Detective Agency, and then rhyme everything that she said. I like that the flashbacks are sepia. I quite like that. It's because it's like cross-hand, I don't know, short-hand or whatever it is, isn't it? What, for a flashback? Yeah. Instead of doing... It's a flashback. They actually do it sepia. I like the idea as well that Zetara taught Bruce Escapology. Because mm. that does tie it into the larger DC universe. But is Zetara a superhero? Yeah. What's his backstory? I don't know, but I think he worked with a JLA at one point. Did he? Because when he went missing, which was Zetana's origin, right. she teamed up with the JLA. Right, so, because I don't know much about Zetara. Um, I know a bit about Zetana, because you made me buy the comic every month. Mm-hmm. And I've read the Paul Dini ones. Which are quite good. Because she doesn't, she's not young, young. Oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. That his card was a joker. Very clever. Yeah, I like that. Uh, see, there is this thing that the useful thing of a character not having a long-standing love interest like Superman with Lois Lane and what Spider-Man has become with Mary Jane is that you can do stuff like this because it's like why did this never occur to anyone in the comics that Zatanna may have a thing for Bruce Wayne while Bruce Wayne was training so I know the Paul Dini's done it anyway has he, has he put this into the comics since? there was a bit of a love triangle between him and Zatanna and Catwoman yeah in the heart of Hush stuff. Oh, right. Between him and Zatanna and Catwoman. Yeah. And you're thinking that Bruce Wayne had a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, cats don't like to share. No. That's very true. 
So we've set the story up that Zatara taught Bruce Escapologer, which we like. He's travelling under the name John Smith. John Smith. Which I quite like. Because does that mean you think he knows the Doctor? I was going to say that sounds familiar. Oh, Hannibal from the A-Team. Both of them were John Smith. Maybe they're all the same person. Right. Do you think these two guys who've just been introduced... Ah, Michael York! Okay. Logan 5 from Logan's Run. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you have to say. He looks really familiar. Montague Kane. And I don't know why. She's funny eyebrows. He reminds me of somebody and I don't know who. Fonswater. That's a funny name. It's Fauswater, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. I think. My, that's a lot of money. It is. Well, see, I didn't understand. Why would they give her real money? Ten thousand dollars. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. Why would they give her real money? Um. Because the audience doesn't have to know whether it's real money or not. Those two could just be playing along. Because if it wasn't real money, then you'd have no plot. Well, yeah, I suppose there is that. If it turns out it wasn't, it was fake money now, and it's all missing. It's like, oh, okay. But it doesn't matter because it's all fake. <laughs> oh, that's the Flash. Is it? You're mixing up your Danny Elfman themes, then. The same. This is. Da, 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 yeah, you, 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 you'd roll the credits on. Yes. That seems easy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it would make it a seven-minute-long episode, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's a shame. That's a good line from Zatanna, where's the money? <laughs> it's gone. I like that Batman's bat scent starts tingling though. Bruce Wayne's like, yeah, something's going on here. He looks, does he remind me? He looks a bit like Kevin Smith. <laughs> um, I don't think that's intent. I mean, when was this made? 1993. Was Clerks out then? I don't know. I don't think it was. It was in black and white. It couldn't have been 93 years earlier than that. It was in black and white, so it must have come out in 1950. Yeah. Yeah. No, he does look a bit like Kevin Smith. But I'm sure that's unintentional. He reminds me of somebody else, and I don't know who. Right, why have they arrested Zetana for this? The money's gone missing. Yeah, the money's gone missing. She was on stage. Yeah, but she was the logical son. I mean, Alfred points out, though, that they have to question her. But surely they don't have to arrest her. On suspicion? Well, at this point, she's helping police with their inquiries. Yeah. Which is a TV news euphemism, isn't it? For somebody has been held for questioning. Mm. Batman really is a vigilante in this one. Cooking someone up. Yeah, he's just broke somebody... So Clerks was 1994, Clerks was after this. My filthy assistant has just informed me. So Batman has just broken somebody out of police custody. So he's just broke the law. Yep. Commissioner Gordon just going to turn a blind eye to this, is he? Yep. <laughs> That's a nice line. So... He's taking Zatanna with him, but he won't take Robin out with him. 
But he'll take Zatanna. Was this in the early days where Robin showed up once in yeah, a while? Yeah, at this point in Batman animated series continuity, Robin's off at college, isn't he? Mm. So Dick Grayson showed up every now and again. But he wasn't in every episode. And now, Bruce breaks into the Gotham Mint with Zatanna. So he's broken a criminal, not a known criminal, but uh, somebody who's helping the police with their inquiries <laughs> out of the clink. And now he's breaking and entering. Is it any wonder Bullock doesn't like him? Well, he's also a fugitive as well. He's not a wanted fugitive, though, is he? Yeah. At this point. Why? What's he wanted for? Is this the DC universe where he is wanted or not? No, in, in this he was never wanted by the police, okay. apart from in Mask of the Phantasm. Okay. The police wanted him in that one, because he was new then. He's a detective. Yes. Well, then you've got to wonder, is that the fun of going to a magic show for Bruce Wayne? What, so he can prove it? So he can work out how it's all been done. Yeah. Because other than going checking out Zatanna's legs, and the fact that she's an old mate of his, he's got no real reason to be there. Oh, really? To be honest with him. So where's the giant penny go? Now he's just destroyed property. He's not. Has he not? No, that was fake. Oh, right, okay. That's what you get for talking over it instead of watching it. Because mm. he was proving that... that he was, was proving that that was a fake wall. And the money was stolen before. That's a nice... Th- when the rope just disappears behind him. That's a fantastic shot of Gotham City. The backgrounds in this were brilliant. And the animation did just get better and better as the show went on. So he'll take a break in and enter in. But now he wants to drop her off. Yep. Batman's got the hots for Zatanna. That's another fantastic shot. For the bridge. Another background shot. It's brilliant. Why do they not have any pupils? Why? Is that just an artistic choice, do you think? Maybe. Yeah, that's a shame that. Um, I know he reminds me of. What's his name? Uh, Kane, Montague Kane. It looks like Hugo Drax from Moonraker. Okay. You've probably never seen that, have you? The James Bond film Moonraker. No. Not one of the better ones. I've never seen it. It has to be said. But he, he looks like. Um, oh, I can't remember the actor's name. Lonsdale? Something Lonsdale? Can't remember his name. Was he a cheese by any chance? I don't think so, no. I mean, like Lonsdale. I don't think that's, that's Wensleydale. I feel Lonsdale could be a cheese. Yeah, fair enough. Right, now he's broken and entered into Montague Kane's house. So he's ratcheting up the petty crimes this week, isn't he? No one finds out. No. Well, death trap coming up. Now, my only problem with this is when we were watching this yesterday, both. You and your sister, I think, said that this is a bit dubious. Mm. And Batman doesn't spot it. Nope. Or does he? Because he's looking around the room when Zatanna runs over. Well, there's that, and we're watching the subtitles. And when it's the TV or the radio or anything, the subtitles are in italics. Oh, right, so that gave it away, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, does Montague Drax have a basement just full of spikes? Yep. <laughs> Why? 
spikes are cool. For situations such as this. <laughs> if ever you've got a caped crusader and a leggy magician oh. breaking an entrance into your house. Maybe in those long, lonely, cold nights. Then he gets kinker. Yeah, possibly. With spikes. I like that this bit straight out of Star Wars. Yeah. Wait, something against it! I'm trying! All we need is a Dianoga. Um, Batman's way of getting out of this is good. And I have to explain it to you. Yeah, well, I quite like that he pours acid on the things. The spikes. The animation's a bit off, though, with the spike, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shame, that. And then a, a flame looks more like a sparkler than a fire, but, you know, it's fair enough, I suppose. Come on, Bruce! Oh, I hope he can move quick, otherwise he's going to ladder her tights. Well, she's not wearing tights, is she? No. Do you think, well, she said she's wearing nylons. Okay. So. And you? No, I'm not going with you. No. The show's not over yet. He said a Jew and it's not He did, yeah. That's a cool plan. It is pretty cool. Like. Batman deduces from looking at a photo that Montague Kane is escaping in a plane. A restaurant plane. Of some description. He's got people. Oh, yes, he has. I wanted him to quote Die Hard, though. We'll be on a beach, and <laughs> 20%. But he didn't. It was, there wasn't much of a... Well, yeah, I suppose there was. That's brilliant. Batman just punches him in the face. There's a Chuck Norris. Yeah. Why do they always get a Chuck? A roundhouse kick. I don't know. Oh, Zatanna knows how to make an entrance, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how to say words backwards, though. Well, there's no indication in this that she's a superhero. When does she learn that? To talk backwards gives her super kind of powers. From the beginning, it oh. was her dad that thought of that. All oh, right. Well, there's no indication of that in this. No, her is dad it? wasn't an escape artist in the comics. Yeah. Right. Well, he, I suppose he was, but that was his stage performance stuff. He was in occult and stuff. Right. Whereas in this, they're just magicians. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Well, so there's no there's no indication in this that she can do that magic stuff for real. Just that she's an act. Is she in, I can't remember if she's in another episode or not. You know, it's, my mind's completely blank. Anyway, they've captured the pair of them. And instead of just killing them, he really is a Bond villain, isn't he? Yeah. Because he's gone through all this effort to chain him up. I could kill you now, or I could point a gun at your head and talk at you for 20 minutes. Um, yeah, and he's put them in another death trap. And not even took his utility belt off him. Which is a bit silly, to be honest with you. Dude, say something backwards. Well, you've not, like I said, there's no indication that she can do that in this. No. I mean, the, you have to assume 99% of the people watching this has never read a Batman comic. So, um, at the beginning, you're explaining that she can say things backwards. But if she can say things backwards, they've got out of these two death traps really quickly and easily. Yeah. And Batman's. Not had to do much. 
But wasn't there an entire issue with Zatanna where it was just her learning to say things backwards? Uh, I can't remember. I'll take your word for it. Right, this bit is a pretty good set piece, but it's straight out of another James Bond film. Doesn't this happen to Timothy Dalton in The Living Daylight? Sorry if you've not seen that one either. I'm not seen that one. Oh, man. Your cultural development needs work. Yeah, but it's a Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton was great. But anyway, we're not talking about Timothy Dalton. So this bit is pretty much out of The Living Daylight. Batman's hanging out of a plane. And that's right, I like that. He whips it. But how long is that chain? The chain seems to change length. And how cack are those two that they're shooting? Missing Batman and Zatanna. Well, one of them's a ginger, so... Oh, stop the persecution of the ginger people. We don't approve or condone that. But now he's got his back grapple. Where was his back grapple a minute ago when he could have really used it? Maybe he couldn't find it. Yeah, I quite like all of this. His back grapple, a grapple was digging into Zatanna. Um, it also reminds me of the end of The Rocketeer. Which... I thought we were done talking about Timothy Dalton. Oh yeah, good point, Timothy Dalton. Um, was the, the Rocketeer was before this, wasn't it? Yeah. The Rocketeer was 1991. So the Rocketeer, Rocketeer predates it. And it does, it's not an outright rip-off. But it just reminds me of it because of the setting. It looks like an old war play. And they're having a fight outside of it. And Batman's cape is perilously close. Mm to those propellers so Edna Mode wouldn't approve which how strong do you have to be to be able to move them in real life you think Batman could do that probably not you know right no because he's pretty damn strong well maybe Grant Morrison Batman could but Daniel Neal Batman couldn't why not because Grant Morrison Batman can do anything alright okay logic be damned he can go like prehistoric times and then still be old enough to come back here why have they gone chasing after him now without their guns they ran out of ammo because they wasted all the shots and they don't have extra no okay fair enough see they that crap of a shot they were just shooting out the ocean they ran out of ammo <laughs> there's a couple of fish down there that were killed yeah oh man I, I just like the the fighting on the wing of a plane I always thought that was cool improbable but cool. Now this was brilliant when we watched it because I really thought those two guys that those die. two guys were dead. And I suppose you would argue that you would be if you that they would be if they hit the water like they hit it. But I presume the implication there is that they survived. That's mainly because there was a lot more restrictions on them when they were on the Fox Network, which yeah. the first sixty-five episodes were, than when they were on Warner Brothers Kids. Okay. Which is why in the next episode we're going to watch, there's a lot more gunplay. Mm. They got away with a lot more. Alright, Montague Kane's being arrested here. Does Batman have any evidence against him? He's Batman, it doesn't matter. I mean, did they recover the money? Yeah, he's the goddamn Batman, he don't need evidence. <laughs> I presume they recovered the money, and we missed it because we were talking over it. Back crashing into my window. I shall become a bat. Stupid blind bat. To fix that window. 
Nope, she's gone. Aww. And I do like that she doesn't actually know his real name. Mm. I find that quite clever. Because when we were watching this, I thought he'd give away his identity, but she didn't know him as Bruce Wayne, did she? Is that a case people can't read? Yeah. <laughs> they always have them reading it out. Yes, don't forget to write. Okay, then just give me your address. Oh, wait, you've gone. Well, she's, she's a touring magician, so I presume he would always be able to find her. End credits, which is still a novelty to me. Why? Because it was shown on that CAC kids TV show over here. Oh, well that guy just wore plastic all over his Yeah, well, no, but prior to that, it was oh, shown okay. in a three-hour TV show where they would cut the show in half okay. and show 15 minutes of it, 12 minutes of it, at about 10 past 10, and then they'd show another 12 minutes of it at about quarter to 11, quarter to 12, sorry. Okay. So they split it into two, and they never showed the end credits. So it wasn't until these DVDs came out that I saw the end credits. I used to watch them all on your... Cassettes yeah, well, I went to all the effort of cutting them out and then yeah. dubbing copies onto cassettes. You and then left that funny guy with a plastic face on them. Yo, that was later on. He's dead now. He's the guy who used to do Not Art Attack. What was the, the BBC version of that? Mark, his name was. He committed suicide. Yeah. What was the the British art show? I can't remember what it was called. Anyway, that was Zatanna, which we quite enjoyed, didn't we? Mm. I like that they tied it into the overall Batman continuity by having it be Zatara who taught him how to be a scare artist because it does give more depth. depth. Thank you very much. That was the word I was looking for to Batman's origin and ties it all into the greater DC universe. Um, I also like that Zatanna has a bit of a crush on Bruce because it can get a bit old that it's, it's always just Catwoman or Talia. Yeah. I like it when they bring in somebody else. I find that quite clever. Come on, I have an idea that Batman should look into this. And don't forget Robin! The bat signal! Come on, chums! To the bat cave! It's the car, right? Chicks love the car. I don't play favorites. Every criminal must be brought to justice. Someday she just can't get rid of a bomb. I swear to God! Swear to me! Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Legends of the Batman. Everything Batman from the beginning at BatmanLegends.com. Anyway, if you think this is vamping for time, then you would be correct. Because I am wandering over to our lovely DVD player ejecting that disc and putting in our next episode because we decided because Batman's only 20 minutes long that we would give you our lovely listening audience a treat and do two episodes except I can't actually open yes we'll treat you all by bringing over 20 minutes of listening to our voices yeah we'll treat you all by giving you another 20 minutes of two witless British people talking over quality television
That's very good. Right, now, first thing we want to say about this is that I did not know that you had the option here. Oof, FBI anti-piracy warning, because this uh, is an American DVD. It's not an advert, you fool. Well, why? Because this isn't pirated. We've paid money for this. All the stuff that I've... It's not my fault. Warner Brothers didn't release this in this country, so I had to travel to another country to buy it. Wait, I don't pirate anyone. No, you don't. See? We don't encourage such behaviour. Well. Officially, anyway. <laughs> um, what was I saying then? Um, you can't, you didn't know. Oh yes, 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 yes. We've, I did not know. Oh, screen aspect ratio is wrong because the menus are in 16 by now for some reason. What we're going to do first is you get two different credit options on this that I didn't know. Because over here was playoff episodes. Oh, just play. Okay. Um, over here, Batman and Superman were as separate cartoons from the very beginning. They were never shown as part of the Batman Superman adventures. So we're going to go and play the Batman Superman adventures opening credits first, which are on the DVD. If you go to the play all button, because until yesterday when we watched this episode for the purposes of rehearsal. We, I'd never seen these credits. I'd never seen them before. And they're fantastically moody, aren't they? Mm-hmm. And the music's brilliant as well. Uh, I prefer the, the actual ones. The, uh, yeah. See, I prefer the other one, the um, Shirley Walker theme. Yeah. But I think this is brilliant. I think it's because it was new. Up until yesterday, we had never seen these credits, and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. They are essentially a clip show. Of um, was that a boom tube of various different things, no. Dark Side and a bat. But these Batman Superman Adventures credits are brilliant. If you've got the DVDs, go on the play all option, and you can watch these as well. Unless you've already seen them. Unless well, American. If you're American, then you saw this when it was on TV, <laughs> so you probably saw these credits. And these are not in any way exciting for you. Whereas for me and Michael, these were. What are these? <laughs> What's this? I've never seen this, so we were quite impressed. Play again, play again, I love yes, this. We, we watched them twice. <laughs> Which was very, very funny. <laughs> anyway, our second episode that we're going to watch is one of the best of the entire series run, in my humble opinion. It's called Over the Edge, and we are pressing play now. I do like that little Bugs Bunny thing at the beginning. Mm. That amuses me no end. So they've sliced the opening credits from the first 65 episodes onto these. Despite the fact that I think the opening credits from the second series would be better. Okay. Because this is more everybody, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody's in it now. I mean, maybe they should have just made a separate set of opening credits. Could have used the same music. Mm. And just put clips well, of Batgirl and Robin in. The one pretty much the same. It starts off the explosion and stuff. Yeah, but it was all it was clips from the show because yeah. Robin was in it now, yeah. and the editing made it look like Super- Superman. Batman shot his bat grapple into somebody's face. <laughs> the way it was edited, yeah, <laughs> it was really quite cool. Anyway, Over the Edge was episode ninety-seven. This originally aired on the twenty-third of the fifth, nineteen ninety-eight. So there's quite a, substan- a substantial gap between this episode and the last episode. Uh, no title card in the later episodes. It does go into why that is 
in Batman Animated, the book by Chip Kidd and Paul Dini, which is brilliant. If you've not got it, get hold of it off eBay. It's written by Paul Dini, directed by Yushiro Yano, and it's got, quite possibly, the best opening of any episode ever. Batman and Robin are running through the Batcave, being pursued by Commissioner Gordon and the police who are calling him Bruce Wayne. They've just shot up Dick Grayson's Robin suit. And you'll note straight away the designs are different. Mm. Although Commissioner Gordon wasn't in the last episode. Bullet was. Commissioner Gordon looks a lot thinner. He looks a lot scrawny though. Yeah. Well, maybe in the comics he had a heart attack. So he never had a attack in the comics. Yeah. So and he got yeah. shot in the comics yeah. as well. So maybe he had a heart attack and he's decided to uh, lose a bit of weight. The animation in this opening sequence is fantastic it's nice to see a practical use for the giant penny Mm. where he throws it at the police force and Batman's redesign is much better isn't it yeah he looks a lot better in this the animation is just so fluid they did such a fantastic job again you're seeing a much more different tone in that we're not three minutes into this episode and it's not been anything but guns being pointed at Batman and firing at him. Montoya? 3D. 3D digital effects on the yeah, background. Montoya's there. a girl in this one. Real physics? When Batman fires his bat grapple, he bounces slowly. Elasticated so he doesn't rip his arm out of his socket. Yeah, Montoya's a girl, which is a reference to Batman Live, which we just went seeing, where Montoya was, for some reason, a man. Yeah. Which I didn't, we didn't understand at all, did we? Uh, the Batmobile's been destroyed. I like that he calls him Jeeves. It's brilliant. The Bat Boat, which we didn't really see a lot of. No. I don't recall. I want to see the Bat Gyrocopter. I don't think he had the Bat Gyrocopter in this. The Whirly Bat. Yeah. Which is what it was called in the comics. That's just fantastic. Mm-hmm. This is... Oh, I can't get... The, the words fail me as to how fantastic this opening is. You're just going to hear lots of words like fantastic and brilliant and amazing. Because the anime... Look at the water. The water animation. Is that digital? Is that CG, yeah. don't you think? Better CG. Right. What is it with rocket launches in this show? <laughs> it's standard issue, yeah. <laughs> standard issue rocket launches for the, it wasn't the, the Gotham City Police Department. <laughs> You knew you knew here? Yep. Got your rocket launcher? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bulletproof vest. <laughs> rocket launcher. <laughs> a Nightwing! Nightwing shows up. With a mullet. With a mullet. And it's quite an awful, awful mullet. I don't... Do you like his costume? Yeah. Do you? See, I'm not sure about Nightwing's it's redesigned costume. It's better than the early ones. It's In better the than comics. the comic one. And it's actually quite similar to the one he's wearing in the rebooted DC universe, isn't it? Only except it's yeah, it's blue instead of red, but the design's quite the same. Again, the backgrounds on this show are fantastic. And there's your clue. Scarecrow. So. I can give this one a pass for how it ultimately turns out because they seed what's happened very early on. I mean, we're not five minutes into the episode at this point. The scarecrow, this is cool. 
The Scarecrow redesign is brilliant, isn't it? And the big red jumpsuit he wore in the other ones. Yeah, and he really is genuinely scurry as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's a fantastic piece of redesign work. So, yes, I can give them a pass for how it ultimately turns out because A, the episode is bloody cool. Yeah. And B, they've, they've told you, essentially, how it's all going to work out, though. If you're paying attention and you know your bat law, you've already figured out how this one's going to end. It's a testament to how good it is that it doesn't ruin the episode for you. I watched that yesterday and that second like, she ain't going to fall, crap, she's falling. Yeah, and this bit here got you, because you'd never seen this one before, had you? No. Oh, you didn't remember it? So this you bit here. with Harvey and Gordon and boom. Batgirl's body falls on... Now, in the audio commentary, which we did watch because we researched this show quite a lot, they made them change that. The original death was, was they thought, much more graphic. Okay. But by putting it in the car... It's worse. It's worse. Yeah. Because you're there with a dad watching his daughter die. So it's like what they made them change it to was worse. Your sister didn't like that bit. Your sister wasn't fond of Batgirl dying. Okay. She wasn't made up with that at all. Where did Batman come from though? Can he fly? Yeah. Can he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same with being a Batman. I presume he has a... It's because he's got a cape. He's got a cape which means he can fly. Well, Barbara never told him. Right, I have a problem with this part as well. Why? He's now deemed a murderer. Yeah, why does Batman get blamed for this? When they all knew the Scarecrow was there. Yeah, and I mean, you can... Oh, we may as well blow it, because let's face it, they're not going to not watch this episode, are they? And we're going to ruin it at the end anyway. It turns out that it's all in Barbara's head, and the Scarecrow's fear gas is making her think this. So, you can argue... That it doesn't have to make 100% of sense. Yeah. Because it's not. It's not, it's all a dream. It's more of a hallucination thing, isn't it? Or is she in. Yeah, see, I suppose you're a bit woolly on that given how it turns out. But it doesn't have to make 100% sense, is what I'm saying. But. Well, because that does beg the question as well. They've got a flashback. In a dream sequence, yeah. which they do point out in the audio commentary, but that is quite funny. Mm. So you don't want to get caught up in it and just sit here and not say anything. It always rains when someone dies. It's never sunny. I know, but it's dramatic unless it's Billy Ray Cyrus well we don't care about Billy Ray Cyrus he gave gave us Miley Cyrus so for that alone he deserves to go into one of the five fire rings of Fornax Um, I like Bruce Wayne's redesign as well he looks thinner yeah and he's not wearing that silly great brown suit all the time he wears a turtleneck he wears a turtleneck which is quite cool Batgirl's death's awesome In a, you know, yeah. in a cool way. We don't like Batgirl dying. I'm quite yeah. fond of Batgirl. Um, the acting in this is brilliant. Do you not think? Yeah. Better than John Barrowman's voice acting. When's John Barrowman done voice acting? In the Torchwood radio series. Oh, have you listened to that? Uh, okay. I've listened to a couple. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon in this one is brilliant. 
In fact, they're all good. The voice acting in this show is fantastic. Mainly because they're not doing obvious cartoon voices. Right, don't they also need a warrant to do that as well? Uh, he's the police commissioner. I presume he's got one. Especially now that he knows he's Batman. Okay. They would have got that through straight away. Right, so, if you've got Dick Grayson, this is now Nightwing. Yes. And then you've got Tim Drake in this now. Yes. Was there ever a Jason Todd in between in the animated series? They didn't do Jason Todd. Okay. They just skipped entirely over Jason Todd. But doesn't doesn't Tim Drake in this have a lot of Jason Todd's personality? Yeah. Except he's just not as irritating. Yeah. Because his dad was a criminal, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. And that's how Bruce ended up with him. So they grafted a lot of Jason Todd's backstory onto Tim Drake for this. But they just got rid of Jason Todd completely. They didn't bother with him. Which, you know... They'd have been killed to do a death in the though. Maybe they'll do that as one of the animated movies. Because they're okay. doing Dark Knight Returns. Yes. And they're doing Batman Year One. I would have thought a death in the family would be next, to be honest with you. The voice acting's perfect. That's what Nightwing sounds like. Yeah. In my head. And Kevin Conroy's Batman when I read comics. Yeah, Kevin Conroy has cast a long shadow over Batman, hasn't he? Mm. That's brilliant. <laughs> Where it's all grey, though. Yeah. When the lights aren't on, his, his costume's grey and black instead of blue and black, and it actually looks better. Or I think it does. That's really good, because I like his use of acrobatics. The only problem I have with this comes in a minute when they do eventually corner him and they're firing at him, let's be honest, point blank range from a helicopter. With miniguns. With miniguns. Now, when I saw this, I thought they'd killed Nightwing. Yeah. And there was no reason for them not to because it's a dream sequence. Mm. But then they arrest him. So, what did they fire at him? Rubber bullets. Mercy bullets. Yeah. From the Punisher. <laughs> It's relentlessly grim, which is fantastic. Batman just sitting there. Yeah, but so Batman just sat there in the dark. I love the re- I like the black and grey. Yeah. I much prefer black and grey to blue and grey. I just think it looks better, and it makes more sense that he'd wear black rather than dark blue. I like the Nightwing costume. Yeah. I like yeah. Nightwing. Yeah. Well, I like all of it. I like Robin's redesign. I'm not sure about dark red. Yeah. But because isn't his leggings are green in the comics, aren't they? Tim Drake's uniform. Yeah. Whereas they changed it to red for this. But it doesn't, you know. It's better than yellow. Yes, it's better than the yellow leggings Robin of Earth Two wore. Yeah. I'm not overly fond of that. The Batman of Earth Two's costume's damn cool though. Red, yellow, and purple. Zerena Merhill has also aged. He's gone grey. So I like that they've obviously the passage of time, yeah, has passed. The passage of time has passed. <laughs> oh, it's such a shame we can't edit these, isn't it? The passage of time has passed. We don't bother with time now. No, and don't they have a black and white TV? See, to me, this is what the Flash TV show was trying to do. Yeah. With this kind of nebulous. You don't exactly know when it takes place, but they've all got computers. I'm not sure about the Riddler's redesign. 
but it's nice to see Harley Quinn. I love that her ears work independently on a mask. Alright, your ears actually react to what she's saying. Yeah. I like the Mad Hatter's redesign. Harley, Harley Quinn's just brilliant. Yeah, the, the Mad Hatter's redesign's brilliant. And it's Roddy McDowell, who, you know, the godlike Roddy McDowell. Um, this just makes perfect sense. Let's be honest, if all these people that he banged up knew he was Bruce Wayne, yeah. lawsuit. This, this line's brilliant. <laughs> and the ventriloquist and Scarface. The thing with this, though, is they're all criminals. Yes. I mean, that... Batman was yeah, right to do what he did. I don't get that bit at the end. Um, well, you can still argue he is still a vigilante. He's not a duly deputised officer of the law in this, is he, like Adam West was? Well, it depends. He spent most of his time with Jim anyway. Yeah, well, Commissioner Gordon just kind of turns a blind eye to it, doesn't he? Mm. That's the whole point. See, because he's saying there a grand jury's going to roast him mm. for not... Turning a blind eye to Batman all this time, so it makes sense that the the criminals would, um, the rogues. Right. When you first saw this, who did you think this was? Bane. Did you? Yeah. Oh. Okay. It was either Bane or Kingpin. And it's King not going to be the Kingpin. <laughs> well, that answered that question for me. Wilson Fisk has shown up in the DC universe just to take Batman out. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair enough. I'd actually like to see Batman go up against Wilson Fisk. Yeah. But no, that genuinely was what I thought. Kingpin? <laughs> oh dear. Barbara not have any friends, does she not? No, apparently Barbara Gordon didn't have any friends other than Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson and Tim Drake. Tim Drake's nowhere to be seen. Dick Grayson's in, in county lockup. Although, surely he could get out. Mm. He learned escapology from Batman. I do like that they've actually got a dead body being loaded into a hearse on a children's cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Oh! This is brilliant. He's more obsessed with getting the Batman than burying his daughter. So what has he become? Cape Slosendale. Yeah, Mr. McGee. $10,000. And then it's Bane. I like Bane's redesign as well. Mm. He doesn't look quite as. I don't. I don't. Gimpy. With all those spikes. With all those spikes. Yeah. Well, you know. And Bane kicks the crap out of him. I I wanted them to do Nightfall here. They spoofed Nightfall in another episode. Yeah. Where he lifted him over his head and was going to break his back, and Batman just gets out of it quite easily. That would have hurt. Yeah. Throwing him against the wall like that. To be honest with you, would have added more darkness to if they did do Nightfall. Maybe they'll do that as an animated movie. Ha! Mm. Ah, pepper spray. Hey, works a treat every time. That was cool. This is fantastic. Bricks. He grabs a bunch of bricks in his cape and then kicks the crap out of Bane with it. That's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, but Bane's Bane, so... They don't mention that he's a drug addict in this, do they? Was that not in 
Bane's origin in this though. I don't think... Hmm, do you know, I don't remember if he did Bane's origin. I don't know that they got away with that in a kid's cartoon. No, I think I saw the first Bane one where he's with this woman and she's his dealer pretty much. Is she? I think so, yeah. I see, I don't remember that. I, I do keep meaning to watch all of these again and then it's just something that you just never get around to doing because they were fantastic. Oh, that shot of the bat signal is just brilliant. And the lighting on him there is great as well. And I like that when he turns away, his head goes into shadow. The animation in this is fantastic. Who needs computers? Well, this is mostly with computers. No, only some of the backgrounds were CG. I've done with digitally anyway. It wasn't CG. And this one wasn't animated by the Batman animators. It was Japanese as well. Oh, well, a lot of them were farmed out overseas, weren't they, to be animated? Right, and Gordon didn't know that a bad guy... <laughs> a bad guy's bad. turned on me. Yeah. What a surprise. Oh! Releasing a known felon from prison. This is bound to turn out good. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to turn... This will end well. <laughs> oh! Destroy the bat signal! He must have been pretty damn strong to do that. Yeah. So he's strong enough to kick Bane over his shoulders and to steer a plane from the outside. Yeah, he's, pretty, he's a pretty tough guy. He's the Batman. I don't love this, that he wraps it around and electrocutes Bane. <laughs> oh, what should have been done to him in issue 18 and Nightfall. But wasn't. See, there's a part of you that thought Gordon was going to drag him over with him, wasn't there? Yeah. When we watched that. But he doesn't. Which, well, he doesn't have to. No, he doesn't anyway. have to, because it happens anyway. <laughs> I love that Ben passes out. Yeah. <laughs> My last grenade! <laughs> so instead of sort of sound of Batman, grab yes, the jump. Uh, I'll get your back grapple. To, and then they quantum leap out of the... Yeah. <laughs> and Barbara wakes up. Batman wakes up in Barbara's body. There was, yeah, <laughs> Sam Beckett. <laughs> There's a brilliant line in the audio commentary. Who undressed her? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Drake did it going, hey! Thanks, I, Batman. Alfred did it. Yeah. Blindfold <laughs> was, was the consensus, because he's a gentleman. And she picks up the back suit. Oh, I like that Tim covers her up. What a gentleman. After undressing her. <laughs> He's got the photos upstairs. Well, you would have a crush on Batgirl if you were his age, wouldn't you? Mm. Let's be honest. Cut to a nice little epilogue. <laughs> That's a good line. Uh, Barbara's skirt is very short. Mm. Isn't it? And she has unfeasibly long legs. Given that she doesn't look like she's five foot nothing. But, you know, whatever. We can forgive her. This is important. It won't be easy for you to hear, but it's about a job I took on recently. Well, that job had a. Well. Working out a lot of nights and, well, Dad, I ended up pregnant. <laughs> Working out a lot of nights and wearing costumes. <laughs> Actually, this scene's really good. Yeah. 
work, Commissioner Gordon obviously knows. Right, so the subtext here then is that he knows that she's Batgirl. And he can't officially confirm or deny it because he'd have to arrest her because she's a vigilante. Is the extension of that he knows Batman is Bruce Wayne? I don't know. Do you know what I think? Because it's. If he knows she's Batgirl. I mean, you'd have to be pretty dumb not to recognise your own daughter, to be honest with you. But I think he kind of has his suspicions. Because I think they've covered that in the comic after um, No Man's Land. The of- Officer Down. Where turning off. Points. There's a Turning Points miniseries okay. where I think they talk about that if Gordon knew, definitely knew, he would have to go after him. Yeah. So he doesn't want to know. Fair enough. Which makes sense to me. So he knows, but if he knew officially... He doesn't know, he suspects. And if he confirmed his suspicions, then he would have to arrest Bruce Wayne. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that idea. I certainly like it much more in the Nightfall novel that he knows it's not Bruce Wayne anymore. Yeah. Whereas in the comics, he was kind of a bit slow putting that together, wasn't he? I never thought it would end this way. For us or for Barbara. I still don't know everything that happened. I'll never forget. I can see it as clearly as my parents' murder. Anyway, that was our Couch Potato episode for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us on the forums or email us. We like emails, don't we? Email feedback will return when we stop doing Couch Potato and go back to regular episodes. Next week... We're going to be looking at an an episode. Yes, not an issue. No. We're not doing comics at the minute, are we? An episode of the amazing Spider-Man 70s TV show. Oh, the one with the porno music. Yes. Called Night of the Clones. Is that a Clone Saga one? Yes, it's a Clone Saga one. Before Clone Saga. Yeah, it's the jackals in it and everything. Ben Riley's in it. You'll love it. Okay. I'm only kidding. I know. (laughs) Clone Saga's crap. What do you want about? Oh, it has its fans. Okay, we'll see you next time for another Couch Potato. Bye! Hey everybody, my name is Michael Bailey, and this is the trailer with a truly epic ending to my new show about Batman, appropriately titled Bailey's Batman Podcast. Bailey's Batman Podcast is a weekly program that looks at a month in the life of the Dark Knight Detective, starting with the books bearing a March 1983 cover date, which is where my solid run of the characters' comics begins, and moving forward until, well, at least until the books that came out in 2005, because that's where the solid run ends. Each week, I will give you a full synopsis and review of every major ongoing Batman title, with brief stops along the way to look at the important specials, miniseries, one-shots, and Elseworld stories just to keep things interesting. I'll also be telling you what other books Batman appeared in that month, as well as what was going on elsewhere in the DCU. It is going to be all Batman, all the time, as I look at over 20 years of the character's history. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the epic ending to this trailer. You ready? The first appearance of Jason Todd. Death in the Family. Nightfall. Epic. No Man's Land. <laughs>
Do you have chills yet? All of that and more will be covered on Bailey's Batman Podcast. Every Tuesday at Bailey's Batman Podcast.com. Hey Kids Comics is that the devil will find work for idle hands to do production. Every Thursday, new episodes drop at aplayland.podomatic.com. You can join in the fun. We have a website where you can view the covers of the comics that we talk about, www.heykidscomics.webspace.virginmedia.com, and the show can be emailed directly at heykidscomics at virginmedia.com. If you're allergic to email, we also have a forum, www.forumforgeeks.com. We are also on Facebook. You can contact us using Hey Kids as the first name, Comics as the surname. The opinions of Michael and Andrew are the opinions of Andrew and Michael and no one else. Mainly because no one else would be dumb enough to have those opinions. The music and clips used in the show are copyright, their respective copyright holders, and no infringement is intended. Michael and Andrew make no money from this, much to their chagrin. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Hey Kids Comics.